I'm Ben, and you're listening to the Sound Logic Podcast. This is Mike. Each episode, we discuss one of music's greatest albums from Rolling Stone Magazine's Top 500 list. Brought to you by two guys with no credentials. So I got a book in the mail that I ordered. Oh, I yeah. got it used. It was about six bucks, and we've talked about this before. Uh, Colin Larkin's all-time top 1,000 albums, and we've referenced some of the albums we talked about and where they sit yeah, on this list, but we've never, right. but we've never read it. So I, so I got it and I've been perusing it. There are several different uh, versions or generations of that book. What, which one did you end up ordering? So this is the third edition that came out in 2000. The first edition was in 94 and the second in 98. So even this third edition predates the, the first version of, the Rolling Stone Top 500, which was in 2003, oh, and the yeah. list that the list that we're using is from 2012. So this is even uh, 12 years <laughs> older than the, the one we're using. But it is interesting sure. and provides a bit of a different. Uh, in the introduction, he's it's funny because he states that they're going to do it every two years, and then at the end of the introduction, he says this is the this is the final list. But I think that was kind of a tongue-in-cheek to the people who go crazy about lists and the greatest okay. <laughs> albums of all time kind of thing. Because right. he, he also know, says yeah, that... crazy people. <laughs> right? He, uh, yeah. <laughs> he also says, you know, so what, is, what does it all mean? Well, it doesn't mean anything. It, it means that you'll, if you like lists, you'll enjoy it. And really what you need to do is grab a fistful of CDs go uh, sit down on your couch and listen to the bloody things is what he says. I, I like that. But does that mean our podcast has all been for not? No, it means that <laughs> the people who like lists and who like talking about things that you, uh, <laughs> that you just keep doing it. But the, the point to that was that he's, he's, so he did say, he does say we're going to do it every two years. They never released another edition. So I don't know if, you know, if he just stopped writing or, or what, when you search his name on uh, Amazon or something like that, his name comes up as an author for lots of different kinds of music books as a contributing author. And uh, okay. I went to our local uh, public library searching for one of those top thousand album lists. And we didn't have one at ours, but we do have other things that he's contributed to best. Oh, okay. Guitar solos, or sure, uh, just other different things that have to do with music. So he, he maybe he's keeping busy doing other things. I don't know. Doing other things. Uh, the the other interesting thing at the beginning of this book, he has also uh, broken it up into a bunch of mini lists. So he has the top fifty artists of all time according to the lists and how many uh, votes they got. And how many albums okay. uh, are in the list? Then he does again according to this list: all-time blues top fifty, the all-time dance top fifty, the all-time uh, you know heavy yeah. metal. So that's kind of cool. He also has a couple other funny things like the the worst albums ever made because I think when he did polling, he had people vote what was the worst album, and also the all-time. <laughs> the all-time hit albums nobody voted for <laughs> so albums oh, that were like ridiculously popular and successful that that got no votes at all and he had total votes total his total votes are over 200,000 
Um, and so nobody voted wow. for Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's music. Box. I was just about to say her. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, Mariah Carey fans are embarrassed to say they like her. Yeah, there's a couple other there's a couple other albums I'm less familiar with, but I think he uh, specifically picked albums that sold very well, but nobody voted for, and that that was right up top. A couple new kids on the block albums. Of course, this came out in 2000, so that's relevant. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so it's it's interesting. He also notes that, and, and Colin Larkin is is a British author, so the first one that came out in 94 I think was mostly votes from people in England or some people in the music industry but tied into England and then the second list was similar but because it came out in 98 there's tons of like the uh, British pop rock and pop bands like um, uh, what was that one Take 5 uh, or no Take yeah. That Sorry. Take That Take That okay. and uh, they were like a like a boy band, and tons of stuff from Radiohead and Oasis and other British bands, even from the '80s, like the Smiths, which I don't think appear very high on the Rolling Stone lists, which are very high sure. here. Sure. And you see that British bands seem to edge out, but in the 2000 list, the, he opened it up to a large number of his American associates or people in the music industry in America, and that really pushed. Especially the British, the Britpop bands that were peaking in the mid '90s, not only were losing their traction in England, but the American voters had nothing to do with them anyway. So they almost totally huh. fall off the charts on this list. You see some dropping from like you know in the top fifty down to like the nine hundreds kind of thing. So it's really interesting. It's a it's a very different take, and of course, it's missing a lot because. It's, you know, it's a decade before the Rolling Stone list. So, yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about it is that the number one album is one of my favorite albums and my favorite Beatles album, uh, Revolver. Hmm. Where does uh, and, the Rolling Stones number one album, Sgt. Pepper, fall on the list? Number three. It was number one in the first edition, and number two in the second edition, and number three in this third edition. Oh, yikes. Just keeps getting worse. <laughs> so you probably want to know what the album is between it yeah. and number two. The Bends by Radiohead. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I imagine that if this, al if this list had been released again in 2000 three or later that we would have seen kid a jump up uh pretty high because that was a very highly acclaimed album which i think appears on our list um uh, at some point i think i think it's there there's got to be something by radiohead on the rolling stone top 500 but there's a couple uh, of things I, by radiohead but i i think if i'm remembering correctly something fell off uh for the 2012 oh, okay. list let me look here radiohead uh so the three that are on the 2012 list are Kid A, The Benz, and OK Computer. But the... Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Check that. Uh, Amnesiac and In Rainbows were also added to the 2012 list. So oh, okay. the first list didn't have those those two. So Right. And In Rainbows, that seems very recent, but I guess it's all the way back in 2007. So um, I'm just getting old, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward. Wow. That's a lot of Radiohead. 
That'd be fun. Wow, there's a lot of Radiohead. So kid, so kid A comes in at 67, and then the yeah. Ben's at 111. Okay, computer. Mm-hmm. When did Hail the Thief come out? Wasn't that in there somewhere it's too? An absolute crime that Okay, Computer is third in their ranking. It should be maybe top 30 or so. Yeah, so well, in, be... and and in the Colin Larkin top 1,000, Okay, Computer comes in at number four. So the wow top four albums are com- the t- sorry the top five albums are completely owned by the Beatles and Radiohead <laughs> wow <laughs> because number number five is the white album okay so another one of our favorites Highway 61 where does that fall in the uh, Colin Larkin world Highway 61 revisited 26 okay so in the 94 list it was number two in the first edition the second edition 26 and then the same here so interesting and the last thing i want to mention about this which makes me very happy is that pink floyd's dark side of the moon is number nine (laughs) which is much more appropriate than 43 so overrated huh (laughs) well but you can see what happens with the addition of the american voters because in the first edition it was number six and the second edition it's number eight and in the third edition here it's number nine so you see it kind of being edged out a little bit by maybe some of the american voters and perhaps some of the newer uh british things but the of the first 10 albums or maybe 12 first 12 albums 10 of them are british and two of them are american number six is rem's automatic for the people i love that album which I think is one that you quite enjoy. I don't have, I haven't spent any time with it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Number seven is Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks, and then we have The Beatles' Abbey Road, Dark Side of the Moon. Number ten is uh, The Queen is Dead by The Smiths. Do you listen to The Smiths much? No. It's a band I have not gone into. 80s band, as far as I know. Um, and then uh, number eleven, the, the self-titled album by The Stone Roses. Whoa. I can't say I'm uh, I'm familiar with the Stone Roses either. Nope. And, th- and then, uh, relevant, number 12 is uh, Forever Changes by Love, which is coming up very soon. That's number 40 on our list, and we're almost there. So so it's full. It's come full circle. So. Maybe the, the band that either of us knew the least about... Uh, you know, in these top 40 albums. <laughs> never heard of them. Maybe the only one that we'd never heard of. Huh? Never heard, never heard of love. Never heard of that album. Apparently it is one of those kind of hidden gems that people outside the industry never knew about. Uh, but as soon as they discover it, say uh, that it's quite good. So anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that kind of getting into this world of lists and music, it was kind of fun to, to get another source of. Absolutely. When we're all done with this uh, project, maybe we'll start a Colin Larkin podcast. And and it will take us right to our last breath. <laughs> exactly. Another 1,000 albums after we do these 500 albums. Exactly. My wife just gave me, gave me a look like that might be the end of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so that's uh, 38 albums down another 1,462 to go (laughs) (laughs) we're almost there yeah 
If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our SoundLogic Podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.